Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. It's me, G, and as usual I'm joined- oh my god. <coughs> Everybody's sick. Betty's sick. She's gotten me sick now. I'm, I'm not sorry. actually sick. I'm just hungover. <laughs> I was hungover and she's I'm sweating so in I'm so grossly hungover. <laughs> I'm not good. No, you're unwell. You, you sound a lot worse today than you did yesterday. Yeah, I think I maybe pushed myself a little bit too much by like sitting for like ten hours worth of tattoos yeah. while being sick. Yeah, and I think it's just like set me over the edge. Your body's unhappy. Yeah, my body's really unhappy. Rough. Um, I need to turn my fan off. I just realized. Okay. Sorry. Um, I just turned it off, but um. It is 40 fucking degrees here, which is like 105 Fahrenheit. And I'm hungover. And I went outside for 10 minutes. And I'm not doing that again. Yeah, you really you really picked a bad day to, to be the hungover. The worst day. The worst. Like, what what is wrong with me? And it's awful. Tell me. It's so silly. Awful. And it was like Josh's Christmas party. And everyone thought I was fake because I've only met like two people at josh's work because whenever the wives do go to something it's normally during the day on a wednesday and i'm like i have a job and they don't yeah so (laughs) i have never met them anyone before maybe like one or two people and one guy looked at me he goes i actually for real thought that you were fake (laughs) well they just made you up yeah like i 100 didn't think that josh had a partner I funny. thought he was just talking about you for six years. <laughs> yeah, like I'm real and I'm very I'm, like, I'm here and I have to deal with this shit like every day. <laughs> you should have fully gone into it. You should have been like, who's Josh? <laughs> no, after I made out with him yeah. at the table. You should have like taken someone aside and be like, I'm not meant to tell this to you. But like he just like hired me to pretend to be his girlfriend for the day. Yeah, <laughs> really <laughs> him over. No, because there was like two people there who had met me before. So I yeah. don't think it would have worked, but it was pretty funny. They honestly were like kind of shocked that I existed. Nice. And I was like, yeah, you know. I'm also flash. shocked you exist. I you know. Yeah, didn't actually think you were real. But me and Betty were just having like a super elaborate like co-dream. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? Like a shared hallucination. <gasps> yeah, like a no, psychosis. <laughs> I don't work on a psych ward. I'm on a psych ward. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your job is. <laughs> oh my god. That would be the thing that, that makes it come so crashing cool. down, eh? Yeah. Like, have you heard Can the Reddit you lamp cool about- story? Sorry? The Reddit lamp story. It's like really popular oh, the on the internet. It's like this man in like college or whatever like he got hit by a car when he was on his bike and he fell fell off the car and had severe head trauma um and then he imagined while he was out this entire elaborate life where he had a wife and kids and like a um, job and, and like a job and stuff, everything like and and it felt incredibly real and then one day he was like in the lounge and he couldn't stop looking at this lamp because this lamp didn't look quite right 
So he sat on the, so he sat on his like fake couch for like fake like two weeks, just staring at the lamp while his family got like really like his fake family. I should clarify, got like really upset at him and like everything. And then one day he realized that the lamp wasn't real, and then he came to, and he was in the same place that he'd fallen, but he yeah. had felt like he'd lived for three years, and he still haunts him to this day, and he still has like dreams where he like sees his children, his fake children so that he weird, once had. Um. Yeah, Dane was it me and Dane were talking about it this morning and he was because he was like reading like like comments and stuff and people were talking about how like um like it fucked him up real bad. Because he yeah, like he felt like he depression. had like, to grieve like his family yeah. that he'd had. Imagine that. The the industry I work in right now is death essentially. And yesterday we were talking about like how a divorce or a breakup is a death in its own right. Like yeah. and that is what he went through without it even being real, like a full blown death. Like lost, like had everything, and then and it's three people it. or however many kids he had, right? He had so two like, kids so and he a had wife. Two kids, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. three people who died. Yeah, and then he went into like a huge depression the gr- episode. Yeah, he has to go through every process of grief now. Okay, but yeah. now it fucks me up because yeah. I'm like, what if this isn't real? <laughs> yeah, I was because I, I because I feel like lap. myself because I'm like I'm like dizzy all the time. Like I don't know. I think probably because like low blood pressure, but like I'll get like little auras and stuff. So and I'll be dizzy like, or ditzy? Dizzy, but I am also ditzy all the time. <laughs> That's why I wasn't sure which one you said. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like, you know like when you stand up too quick and you get like the stars across your vision, that happens mm, to me like yeah. every day. So, but then I'll be like, what if everything I look at sometimes doesn't look like it's real because I have like an aura? So like, what yeah. if what if it's happening, but I'm just writing it off as like me being me having low blood pressure? Okay, can we not? I'm freaking out. <laughs> it's a can simulation. Just for like, I want to talk about something really good that happened this week because you guys are freaking me the fuck out. I read a book and it wasn't for the podcast. Oh my god, I've been doing yeah, that. It's really well. exciting, and that's the good thing that happened to me this week. Nice. Was it a good book? I actually, it was kind of like I don't have to stress out of speed reader. Like I can mm. put it down and pick it up tomorrow, and yeah, now I can choose my books for the holiday and just like. You know, because this is the oh, PS, this is the last book we're reviewing for the year. Yeah. By the way, guys, next yeah. week will be like, and a then we'll just have one more Christmas episode. episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Christmas. So it's we, Christmas time. We needed a Christmas book. We couldn't find one. We could the ones we could find were like we just either heard terrible things or they were just like too far. You know, like just some real. Some real crazy. We shit. just wanted a bit of chill. We just like wanted a little bit of chill. Bar. We wanted like the same vibes as we had last year with a very merry margarita mixer. Like that was, yeah. you know, that was the vibes that we wanted. So Ola posted. Love you, Brit Brit. <laughs> so Ola posted, and we ended up doing The Brightest Spark by Victoria Lum. And I was actually really happy we read this because this was the vibes that we wanted. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Like, vibes. I give it like a three and a half, four. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, honestly, Victoria, well. you fucking just hit the spot of me not wanting to murder myself. It was good. It was, like, it was snappy, good plot, yeah. not too much angst, but, like, good build and then conclusion. Not just too long. Not, not too, too long. Short. Yeah. Perfect. Also, like, the in between the novella and a novel. Yeah. yeah. Like, that sweet spot that we needed where, like, we still got a little bit of story, but it wasn't too long. And then it wasn't just, like, you know. Yeah. And it's part of like a like a series or like a world that can mm. be completely read as a standalone, but then also gives you like just enough information about like other little hints that maybe you do want to pick up the rest of them mm. later on, you know, but you don't have to read like five fucking books. 
Good shit. No. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I'll read the blurb. You do. Okay. What is the person she just... Dis- Oh my god. What if the person she despises is the perfect man for her? He's known as a Casanova, a flirt, a philanderer, but to me, he's nothing but a pain in the neck. We're like oil and water, fire and explosives, a volatile mix that can't seem to stay away from each other. Twelve years ago, Jags... I can't say his last name. It's like S-Z. Is that like Gito? Shito. Jag Shito was the bad boy with the lip ring and the panty-melting grins. I was the goody two-shoes with the fancy last name who never fell for his act. Now he's a devil in an expensive suit, the jack of all trades who still has the power to seduce women from all walks of life. When my best friend begged me to model in a sexy photo shoot for an upcoming romance novel from a best-selling author, I agreed without knowing Jack would be one of my partners in the racy sessions. Suddenly, every room with him in it feels stifling. Every brush of his body against mine feels intoxicating and the intensity in his gaze threatens to blaze through my carefully erected barriers. I'm forced to wonder if his bad boy persona is all an act, or if I'm going to be another woman falling victim to his charms. Or maybe he's the brightest spark I've been waiting for all my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kid. Anyway, that like sums up the entire book. The yeah. literally. <laughs> that is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. That is the book. It is the I book. I love Jack. Yes. I liked him too. He was a good character. I really liked him. I think he was both complex and simple enough yeah. for me to be like, good book boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, um, especially at the beginning when it like highlights their interactions when they were teenagers. When he's like, he's like trying to like give her like the smirk or like the wink or whatever and she's not falling for it because she thinks that like he's just being like kind of gross like he's just being like yeah. sick. but he actually really likes her and he's like no this is the one time i really need this to work <laughs> um i i actually really liked him as well i liked how dedicated he was to her throughout that whole time but then he still got laid yeah like by other people he was yeah. like i still have needs like if this chick doesn't end up working out then yeah like he was still human yeah, it wasn't like, you know, like sometimes when we read books and the guys take it just a little bit too far. I mm-hmm. haven't slept with anyone for 15 years because yeah. I've been waiting for you. Like, please. <laughs> we all have needs. Like, that's, like, that's like, not. don't say that. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> that's don't brag about that. But also, uh, like, I'm worried that it's going to be shit now because you haven't slept with anyone yeah, in 15 years. Yeah, but out there with just, like, you've just been jerking off for 15 years. You'd be terrible at servicing another person. Yeah, you're gonna lose that. Did rest. you know that if a guy doesn't jerk off for a week, then his sperm turns into like two heads and stuff, like it mutilates? That's not true. You reabsorb <laughs> it. <laughs> your sperm just dies and gets reabsorbed. No, Someone told you like that to get, to get you in bed. Spring for no. For a no, week. it wasn't a guy who like actually one told week. you that. And yeah. you're fucking just pumping up mutates, like mutants. This is oh, like that be true. <laughs> I want to spread that message around. It's not true. Don't listen to it's us. It's not true. Don't let men they tell you weird it. lies to get you into bed. You're going to be fine. You don't <laughs> have to fuck them. Don't forget that to get into bed, though. That's the funny thing. That's, that's what, what it sounds like. like. You're when you're no. in, like, intermediate or, like, like, start of high school and people would just, like, spout these medical myths. Like, there was, like, Blue Waffle. Like, that's, like, on the level of Blue Waffle. Yeah. I don't know if it's on the same level. I think it is. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I don't know. Like, lie. Yeah. Okay, anyway, please continue. Who told you that? No one. TikTok. Oh, I was just joking. 
<laughs> As if two heads. Um, I like. No, I think that. we've all established that we really like Jack as our. Yeah, um, I think I like I like him better than the girl. Yeah, I liked his job. I thought his job was interesting. I like mm-hmm. to see him come from just like working in a supermarket, but just being like so charming and interesting. Then he kind of like weaseled his way into like a high profession. Yeah, I yeah, he's still so- not a billionaire. Yeah, but like, yeah. he's just like, liked it though. He's just an like, average like, bloke. Like two hundred and fifty k right now is an average bloke. Let's yeah, what's that? That's like like up like upper middle class. Yeah, upper middle almost. Class. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, that's almost upper middle class, and I have no idea what class I'm in. Eh? Like that is, I am off the ladder. I've been left behind. That is upper middle class. That's still in the top three percent of earners in the world. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's why I liked him because it like wasn't unrealistic. It was like I could actually see him getting into this job and like just kind of being so lost along the way because he didn't really have any goals. He wasn't like his friends who were going to who wanted to go to college and he just kind of was like fuck it, like I'll figure something out. And then he lands this job. Like it's always the people you know in life that have no mm-hmm. idea what the fuck they're doing that land up in these really strange jobs and end up being amazing at them and making a shit ton of money. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I have a bunch, bunch of those friends. The opportunities, eh? Yeah. I liked that he was like so normal that he was worried about HR. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like that's that's a real life problem. It is. And it's I, I thought it was good as well because it's like it really highlights like, yeah, he really likes this girl and he's liked her for a long time, but he still really does not want to lose his job. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's just that's like a normal way. It was the most realistic romance story that I think it was. Had, like, it's like it, it sounds really fantastical, like eh? because it's like yeah, sexy shoot for a romance novel, but it was really realistic. Like yeah, yeah. although it could happen to anyone. Yeah, it kind of broke the fourth wall a little bit in that we were reading a romance book and we were talking about the romance book industry. <laughs> yeah, have you guys been seeing? on like instagram and tiktok and stuff lately like what we've been talking about with how publishing books has become a bit like fast fashion oh it's really just like commentating on it now skyrocketing yeah some authors are coming out who was katie no who was the author who came out about it recently and like cracked the shits about publishing houses i think it's katie robert Uh, yeah i can't remember but i've just seen yeah she did a whole post on it yeah. I would like everybody to know that I started that conversation. I was doing it weeks before everybody You're else was. You're an instigator. <laughs> You're a trendsetter. Yeah. But only for negative things. Because <laughs> you're, you're the negative girl that needs to stay. But we've been saying this from the get-go. Like, we have these ridiculously high expectations from these authors to yeah. push out these novels. Otherwise, they're being forgotten. And I honestly think, what a load of shit. Lily Gold hasn't released a book in a few years because she's had an injury to her wrist, right? Yeah. I know that if she releases another book, I'm going to read it. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like Jade West, she goes years without releasing a book and then she drops six at the same time. Yeah. It's like, and then you have yeah. like Sarah J Mass or freaking Gemma Weir. If she didn't release a book for five years – I would still be waiting there after five years. Well, because I don't think the argument is that people would wait. Like, people would wait. Like, people, the argument is that publishing companies are saying that they don't want people to wait. 
Yeah, so it's not like it's it's not I don't think it's the consumers. Consumers will always demand content. You know what I mean? It's up to the artist to choose like how much they're willing to like give in to the demand of consumers, right? Like there's authors like you want you want to keep your consumers happy, but you also want to produce good quality content. It's the publishing houses that are forcing And also keep yourself happy. Yeah, the publishing yeah. houses are, are like forcing people to publish at such a rapid it's, right. Um, it's I reckon like the worst thing about it too is that you know that you've got like your more like high profile romance authors and like yeah they are pushing out their books but then like you know like when they release they're getting money for like pre-orders they're getting all the shit and I just feel really bad for like indie authors that then have to live on the same keep schedule up. they have mm. to keep up with like I think about big Sam Hall. yeah and it takes her two weeks to write a book because yeah. if she doesn't do it then like how's she gonna pay for a mortgage yeah like you'd like to keep up with that demand, like this the standard that's been set. Yeah. So you could you could only really like not do it if being an author wasn't your source of income. Well, the right? problem, yeah, like the problem is, is not all. It's reducing the quality of the books we're getting, right? Like yeah. I was reading an article about Rebecca Yaros, which is the author of um, what's it Fourth called? Wing. Fourth Wing, and oh, yeah. the Iron Flame, right? And mm-hmm. They that for a regularly published book through a publishing house, that was a very quick release for a series. Super fast. I thought it was yeah. nuts because when I think of Sarah J. Mass or even like like you know, we're talking about Will Wade. How long we since before we started this podcast we've been talking about waiting for Scarlet's Yeah What's her name? Scarlet St. Clair. But you were Yeah, Scarlet like, St. Clair's last yeah. book. Like we have yeah. genuinely been waiting for it and we will wait until the end of time but when i think about this being an author like it was in the new york times i am flame like when it came out it was on the news it sold out in big w this is the closest we'll have like to the similarities of like a regular published book right in the romance community okay but they did an interview with her and she was talking about her own book and she didn't even know she'd written uh garlic in her own book like one of the languages. No, no. So garlic and Gaelic are two completely different things. What's garlic? So garlic is like the Scottish, oh, and Gaelic okay. is the Irish. It's Irish. Right? Yep. So yep, she'd yep, written yep, yep. garlic in her books, and she'd use garlic words. She couldn't pronounce the words that she'd written, and she didn't even know it was garlic. I don't understand. So it just really goes published- to show that, like, she was just so. Like pushed by a publishing company and they were not supporting she couldn't even her. research right like her publishing company if she was going out for an interview her publishing company there should have been someone on that team that said just a reminder it's garlic not gaelic and here's how you pronounce those garlic words correctly oh i see what you're saying okay yeah. you know what i mean no, like, i'm sorry. not blaming I was not her sure for where making... we were going with this it's yeah i'm not fault. blaming her for making the mistake like mistakes happen like you're very under pressure right where was her support? Where was her team? Where was the people that are preventing her from making these mistakes? Yeah. Where are the people who are forcing her to bring out this book like a year earlier than any other author would? Remember, gee, you would know this. Mm-hmm. Waiting for the Harry Potters. Yeah. Waiting. I do remember that. I remember, I remember that. pre-ordering six yeah. months before 
going to East Gardens the day it came out in the morning at 8 a.m. and waiting and yeah. waiting for my copy and then getting in the car, fucking opening it and going, go to woe. I, I remember that as well. Because, like, yeah, that it used to be like, I think we've talked about this before as well, like the books that we that I used to read when I was a kid, which is things like Harry Potter and like Percy Jackson yeah. and, you know, like almost sort of like adventure stories. They had like at, at the very minimum, like 13 months in between each book. Minimum. Like, that was and that was the minimum and that was for that's for children's books mm. so it's like it's just yeah it's and then you, but then you look at people like fucking like george r. r martin who hasn't released a book in like 11 years longer than 11 years and he might yeah but if be. you release people something tomorrow if you release something tomorrow everybody would buy it everybody yeah, would be fucking stuff. and i'm not saying that all these authors are on the level of george r. Martin. i need to sneeze one second <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mute that, Betty. (laughs) Um, I couldn't do it in time. You you think about these authors, maybe they're not on the level of George R. Martin, but the fans are still on the same level as George R. Martin fans. Like the fans of these authors are so, they're probably even more hardcore than George R. R. Martin fans. There needs to be like a writer's union, okay? Like the writers need a union, in the same way that we realize that the actors aren't being treated very well, like, okay, someone needs to look out for these writers because God forbid they have like a work life balance. God forbid yeah, we don't like, yeah. like, they're, or it's almost like these publishing companies are like shoving them in a dungeon and they're like, right, let's right. do you can. Right. <laughs> we'll unlock the door when you finish the book. Like, yeah. that's yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, it's very unfair. And I think, like, to expect somebody to come up with like creative amazingness in three months like that's really putting pressure on them yeah 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 and and just yeah like like to keep on producing stuff of like the same level that they had previously you know like somebody's first book you kind of expect it to be like kind of shit because it's their first book but they've also had the most amount of time on it right like they could they could have been writing it for years rewriting it and rewriting it but then like you know you release your first book it becomes supremely popular and then you've got to repeat the process but in like two months yeah um should we finish talking about the book we're talking about this way yes does anybody have anything that they would like to say favorite scene the elevator Um, the elevator scene when they kiss for the first time oh yeah that's a very yeah that was yeah i feel like the sex scenes were very good but um can i talk about something that i didn't like yeah i kind of felt like the writing sometimes was like a little bit too literal. Like it was quite blocky in some parts where it could have flowed a little bit better with dialogue. A bit more of like, I a, guess like a straight description. It was very, yeah. it was very description heavy. I will, mm. Yes. Um, like there was a lot of emphasis on detail. A lot which of is adjectives. Good. A lot of adjectives, but sometimes the more adjectives you have, the less flow the story has yeah because yeah, i'm worried about the adjectives flowed a little bit better yeah. but i thought it was very like it's good and i know that this author is like still new and up and coming she's gorgeous amazing and like you know i couldn't do it i think about it but yeah. i couldn't do it <laughs> um so she's done an amazing job but yeah just just a bit more flowy i feel and i also didn't love the scene where the chick was taking photos and they did the stuff underneath the 
blanket without like oh yeah that was fucking the chicks consent. <laughs> yeah, I was not into that. It was yeah. That felt like that a bit was, unconsensual. No. Uh, just also like it just you just think wouldn't be able to get away with it. Like nah. I just yeah. there was no way that they could have gotten away with it. I just think that's a bit fucked up. Yeah, it's just a bit off. Oh, but like, like, it like, reminds me of the Uber scene. It's not the first time. Of the scene in Icebreaker where he's like. The Uber, the taxi scene. Yeah, the Uber. Yeah. That would be good. We're like, we're kind of full of all their friends. Don't do it. like, that. Yeah, just don't do it. That's my advice. Yeah. But aside from that, it was like it was a good book. Aside from that, yeah, it was a good book. I mean, we have we have to find something we don't like. It's only fair, especially yeah. when we read yeah, well, into other listen, fucking authors. <laughs> for us to not be like this is a piece of shit. Fuck you. Don't ever write again. Compared to how like we've really been going this year, this is a great book. Like yeah, you this fucking was a killed for us. This is a nice way to write. Cry. We didn't cry at the end of it. We didn't yeah. DNF it. We, didn't, we, we enjoyed didn't the story. It. We didn't, yeah, like, I we did the So you know what? Well done. You have ended the year fantastically for us, Victoria. Mum, mum, killed it. I was going through a couple of clips to see if I can like identify like our best of season two kind of clips, right? Mm-hmm. Which I do it do at the end of the year. I'm struggling, team. We weren't very funny this year. Oh, no. Yeah, we were actually quite, like, really <gasps> angry this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I think you guys don't think we're funny because, what? funnily enough, we got a lot of messages about the Losers duet um, novel oh, through no. Instagram. No, no, no. No. You guys were so fucking funny that I want to read the duet just to see what you were feeling. Okay. So I thought we, it was be like all of the fans. No. Like, so we have helped Harley LaRue with her sales by hating the books. Oh my God. Welcome, Harley. I'm, I'm, like, I'm not mad about it because like she deserves to make a living because the deer was like good enough that she should the dare is amazing. money from, from the loser. Yeah, we, I think we should preface that like when we dislike books, we never intend to like it actually like real life harm the author yeah like right. we are more no, than God happy no. for us disliking God books no. to increase their book sales because at the end of the day we will support all authors no matter how bad they are yeah and, yeah, and I, I always feel like as well like you know when you read like a really popular book and you think it's shit but you're like you know what Good, good for the author they're making money off this like, good, good for you, you. Yes. you have figured out the way you have figured out the system you have the people like, keep going. Yeah. Like, I think it. about a lot about um HD. Yeah. Yeah, man. But the last two books of Harley, like I was thinking about it, the Losers Duet, kind of similar vibes to HD. There was a little I bit. Mean, yeah, yeah, like it was a bit of a... It's the, it's the oversaturation of, like, quite, like, like rough, kinky <laughs> sex, right? Like, it's a lot of sex, and then, like, the sex itself is, like... It's a punctuation with sex. I can't do mm-hmm. the the key event emotional moment sex. <laughs> key event emotional moment conflict sex. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And that on that on repetition. It's the reason why I didn't like Zodiac Academy because it happened in Loved there as it. well, where it was like <laughs> Loved event it. sex event sex. And like Give me I more get Zodiac. it, you like want you want want to read smart and you want sex, right? But sometimes. And uh, this is not a popular opinion. I think sex cheapens emotional moments. I agree. Oh, it depends. 
I either there's, there's it's sometimes it's usually sometimes. Sometimes, so I agree yeah. That I don't think that's it does. yeah. Like I think it, that's really dependent. I don't know if that's something that we could say for sure. I, well, I didn't say like definitively. I said sometimes, yeah. and I said it was my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I covered all the bases. I laid the groundwork for this to not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been oh reading fucking Agatha Christie books. Oh my god, my favorite author in the whole world. I'm not. I've never read any of hers before, so I started reading the the Poirot series. Poirot. Yeah. Yes, the Death on the Nile. Yeah, so I've read like the ABC read, like, murders. I think I've read oh like three or four of them now, and I'm reading like. What have a you read? What collection. have you read? Um, it was like the Mysterious Spirit Styles. Read that. Oh yeah, read, that one's a good one. I've almost finished like the first short story book, which is just like full of Poirot investigates. It's like the first. Oh one. yes. Um, and then what else did I read? Oh, wait, I've got it on my on my thingy. So I look. bought a whole set of her books at the Vinnie's thing that I went to. Oh, and I read and... the Murder on the Links, which was like a golf course. Ooh, that it was like a. a I love because I love like like whodunit movies, right? But oh. I've never actually read any like whodunit books, and I was like, well, Agatha Christie is the origin of whodunit. Is, like, is she, the whodunit? Is, yeah, she and she's written so many books. So many. And yeah. I have the box set of Poirot. That's fucking, that's cool. Nice. Like, I am obsessed. Like, yeah. I have watched those, that TV show. And let me, there's 13 seasons and it's like 22 episodes per season. And they're that's one cool. hour, one and a half hour movies. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. Well, she it's... wrote like, there's like, she wrote almost like 40 Poirot books. And but then like, short stories. So it's like. Yeah, yeah, but like when you watch it. You have Emily Blunt coming in. Like, this was like, yeah. you know how we have Neighbours and, like, Home and Away? They had, like, yeah. Poirot to bring yeah. out all of these new people. Like, um, Orlando Bloom. And, like, yeah. it's just, it's unreal. And it's but so good. Like, and I'm, like, like obsessed. When you watch, like, uh, or, like, Midsummer Murders. Like, oh, I love it. all of a sudden there just be someone, like, really famous. And you're, like, Do you know what I'm watching right now? Well, Father well. Brown. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. With Arthur Weasley? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I am such a, like, cottage mystery mystery kind of comfort mystery person. I love it. I'll watch Miss Miss Marple, The Mirror Crack from Side to Side, the movie with Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Work of art. I'm reading the Pretty Little Liars books. By Sarah I haven't Shepherd. Seen the show. How are they going? Uh, I've only just started the first one, and it's very YA, so I don't know how much I'm going to be able to get through it. Yeah, because I remember reading them when I was, I would have been like eleven or twelve. Yeah, like it's they very, felt like they felt they, like very gossipy and fun back then, but I don't know. They I are very much made for like thirteen-year-old girls, right? Yeah. And sometimes I can get away with that. Like I can enjoy it. I can read those kind of books. Um but I don't know if that's what I need right now. So I'm, mm. like, going to push through the first book and, like, see if the second one starts to mature because I'm pretty sure they go up in age through the series because it's, like, 12 books. So obviously, yeah. like, the con- like the audience grows with the book series. So I'm, like, maybe I'll be able to, like, push through, get through, like, a couple more books and then it'll start to grow on me a bit because it'll be, like, a little bit more older. But, yeah. 
We'll see how my sister in law and I accidentally somehow gypped the fucking Kindle system and we get each other's downloads. Oh, and nice. she bought Britney Spears. Oh, and I was oh, so ready for it. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. I'm saving it for my holiday. I'm going to no. read it with my eyes. I'm going to one, two, three, go through it. I'm very excited. And um, I've been reading so much Omega. This year is the year of Omega Verse for me. For some reason, yeah. I'm just like yeah, so like really, really, really into it this year. For some reason, it's my favorite. It's my favorite right now. So I've just been like going ham on it. I think I read like three books this week, which were just a make of us. I've had a real bad reading year. Not gonna lie. You I haven't really read much outside of the podcast. Yeah. Have you? No, I've been busy. Work's been chaotic and I had just like haven't been able to sit still and fucking read a book for like ages. Yeah. Um I feel like it's like because you haven't had like that many night shifts recently. Normally no. that's the time where you would read. Like, without fucking books, yeah. Yeah. And we've had a lot of big series on these on the podcast this year. We've had a lot of multiple We're not doing that next year. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we say that every year and then yes, every year. I and then we still do it. Yeah. And then every year G pulls out fucking two duets. Yeah. Without so even knowing that they're a duet. Because in my head, it's just one book. It's the same story. Mm. So it's all one one. See, a lot of my time and energy has been taken up by like large series, and I don't have a lot of reading time in the week. So, like. Can I just say something? We were meant to do another series this week. But it's bad. And then. And then B and G started it, and then they messaged me, and they were like, absolutely fucking I, not. I started it, and I got like 20% through the first, which was like a novella. It was the same like sort of prequel novella and then a duet, and I got 20% through the novella, and I was like, this is making me want to claw out my eyeballs. It was <gasps> so uncomfortably cringy. Why? What was it? It was like, oh, it was just so, it was just so gross and weird. Uh, it was very, she was meant to be like this badass, like femme fatale and was just the most, like, just so cringy. Like, the language and it was cringy. Very much, like, trying to be all, like, you know, like, I'm a sassy girl. And, like, I, it was, it was, like, giving, um, it wanted to be fucking, Mind what's fucked. the one? What's the five book Mind, mindfucked. Mind fucked. It wanted to be mind fucked so bad and it was nowhere near it. Like, oh. just shot off into a random, random direction, like, no character build, no character like establishment at all. This was like a one layer thick main yeah. character. Yeah. Terrible. I'm excited. Uh, I'm reading All Roads Lead to Here by Mariana Zapata this week. Oh, nice. Very excited. I've almost read all of her books. Are you nice. happy that I picked? I really am. And I, like, everyone was like, you're going to hate it. You're going to yeah. hate it. It's like, so because slow. of who I am, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. <clears throat> yeah. But then. I just learned I don't hate slow burns. I just hate shit books. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Welcome to the club. That's how I feel too. And I realized as well, like, because I went off like reading normal books pages because I sort of like discovered romance, and I was like, wow, this is like normally I would only get six scenes when I'd read fan fiction. Um, yeah. Then, but, but then I was like, wow, I actually like all books. Like, I don't even need the sex. People at my work have started a little book club, and they're starting on the fourth wing. Oh no. I know. And I don't think they realise what they're gonna be reading. I still haven't read that. That's been on my shelf for fucking ever. I know, but like I don't wanna read it until the fourth book comes out. Yeah. Because apparently the cliffhangers are fucked. 
Oh, but I don't even. But the, I can't do that because I need to know if I even fucking like the book. Like, what if the I read time. the fourth wing and I'm like, well, I don't even like this. Yeah. Mm. And then like, well, I apparently it's unreal. Like anyone who reads fantasy has said that it's actually just like an incredible read. Oh, there's not that good reviews on the second. Maybe one. I'll read it. People are pretty angry at the second book. Yeah. Because of the cliffhanger, or because it's no, because they, no, they don't, they don't like really it. Good, like plot inconsistency. Yeah, yeah, which oh, is another cause Ooh. effect of fucking fast publishing. Yeah, because normally your editor would make sure there were no plot inconsistencies, but they just pumped it out. So <gasps> yeah, that's bad. It is bad because readers pick up on these things. Yeah, well, of course. They, because this is what I'm saying. Like, when we look at romance readers, yes, there are people who fucking love, you know, all of these authors and whatever. But these guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. You know everything about this author's fucking life. You know, you GPS their asses. You know yeah. everything. Like, you, if I asked you what's on page, on chapter seven, page, I don't know, forty-two, you would read out the whole page to me from memory. I can tell you what fucking work Anna's Todd has done had done to her face, and it's nothing to do with the books. <laughs> there you go. This is what I'm saying. Good shit. Yeah. Um, we might wrap it up because it's four o'clock. I need to cook dinner, and then I think that I am going camping so tonight. So hot. I need to, I need to turn bed. the fan on. I'm you can turn the bed. fan on. You can stop sweating. Oh, I just feel disgusting, and I have a Christmas party in like three hours. Oh, I have like a cold man. shower beforehand. I just want to die. Oh, it's nice seeing you guys. Yeah. You too. See you next week, team. Goodbye. No books. No books. Just us. Just vibes. Wow. The vibes are real fucking high right now. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team. <laughs>